0: Welcome to the Legally Speaking podcast, powered by Kassoon Car. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Guy Stern, where we'll be featuring our second episode on the mini-series of starting a startup. So welcome back, Guy. It's great
1: to be back. I can't believe it's been a week.
0: Indeed, time flies when you're having fun. Last week we really enjoyed chatting, and this week we're moving the dial to what we're calling first steps. As you know, anyone who's had a shower has had a great idea, to quote your good self. <laughs> so we want to sort of take the idea of legal connection, and you want to sort of build that into a viable business. So today we're going to be talking about how you've actually validated that idea. legal connection and how you convince people in early days and kept your own self-motivation. So let's sort of start at the beginning. Your idea, you know, you have the idea, what should you do to actually get started?
1: Good question. And I assume that this podcast goes out to lawyers. And I know that lawyers don't necessarily have technical skills. And I often encounter lawyers and legal professionals who think that they're stuck because they have a great idea. They don't know what to do next in terms of execution. So definitely the first thing you should do, in my opinion, is build something, create something. It doesn't need to be a working app. It doesn't need to be a finished product. Something that you can show. It could be a pitch deck. It could be a user experience of how you want something to look. The most important thing is to get started. You said, and yeah, you quoted me from my little blurb, anyone who's had a shower has had a great idea. I have tons of these ideas when I'm in the shower. What I've learned is to take that idea and just take the very first step. With legal connection, what did I do? I went on a website called Fiverr. I found a guy in India named Hiran. I'll never forget our first few conversations. I explained to him what my product was going to be. He charged me $5 a screen and he mocked up about five screens for me. And that, you know, back in 2017 was the, was the beginning of legal connection. And today it's a product that is used by law firms. So does that help?
0: certainly does. And I guess what I'm gleaming there then is it doesn't necessarily need to be perfect. You don't need to have the perfect idea. You need to sort of act on the idea. Is that right?
1: Yeah, definitely. The sad reality is that the first time that you create this app or this product or whatever it is, it's probably not going to be perfect. And I know lawyers are perfectionists and they don't, for example, embrace the notion of failing fast and failing often and experimenting. What are some of the things that are here in Silicon Valley? Move fast and break things. That's not something you typically hear in a law firm, is it? No. That's part of the company culture, Facebook. Move fast and break things, fail fast and so on. So you've got to test it. You've got to take that first step. You've got to make that really shoddy looking app idea thing that's held together with the sticky tape and putty and, and so on. and And that becomes something that you can then Start to show to the world and start to get feedback, and you can iterate around it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then you've built something, or you've got the initial, in this case, you know, the app. How do you get people to then use your app?
1: For me, building the product took, I guess, maybe about six months. And then, like you said, you had a product, and I still have a product, and I tried to get people to use Legal Connection every day. We've got law firms using it, but, you know, part of business development is constantly getting it in front of people. Law is super tricky in that lawyers are not sitting on the internet, googling for a product to make their life easier. Lawyers like to do things the way that they are used to doing things. And if you want to sell products into law firms, you're going to have to really hustle. For me, it it comes often down to going to events, taking out the business card and giving it to everyone I can. Today there are no events because of COVID. So it's literally getting on LinkedIn, messaging people. Hi there. I see you've got a law firm. I'd love to have half an hour of your time to show you my product. That's very effective. The one cool thing about, I'll say about lawyers is that they are very interested in seeing what the future of legal tech is and, and being involved in legal innovation. So if you can pitch it to them, not necessarily that uh, you're trying to sell them something, but that you're trying to show them something that you built and getting their feedback and so on, that's a, a really nice way to approach things. And yeah... In the end of the day, you've got to get someone to test and use the product. The sooner the better.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think the more feedback you can get and get users encouraging to use it, the better. So you also have won international awards. So tell us a little bit more about that.
1: (laughs) Oh, You must be referring to the Hill Innovating Justice Challenge from 2018.
0: Indeed. Tell us more.
1: Yeah, sure. So look, back when Legal Connection was still an idea in the back of my head, I did what every entrepreneur should do. I applied for every hackathon. I applied for every startup contest. Anything that, that I saw which had the word legal in it and had a application form, I filled it in. And so something I just happened to find was the Hill Innovating Justice Challenge. It started with the Global Legal Hackathon in Johannesburg. Access to justice is a topic relating to the 5 billion people around the world that lack the funding and the means to access a lawyer and solving their problems. And, you know, often people in the legal tech space got their start in access to justice, and certainly we did. So what we landed up building that that got us the attention of the Hill team is a sort of a WhatsApp of law that would allow a community paralegal and a pro bono lawyer to work together on a case in this WhatsApp style, which I explained to you in the last episode, and in doing so, pro bono lawyers could dip in and out of cases, maybe in their five minute break in between meetings and could actually participate more easily in the access to justice space and yeah, you know working hard getting law firms to to sort of validate it in South Africa had me when it trip to The Hague, (laughs) where I was invited, I was one of a few teams and we were all invited to pitch at the Peace Palace to an audience of attorney generals and chief justices. It was a huge honor to go on stage and to talk about how I think the human cloud can put a serious dent into access to justice and how we think our app can facilitate that. Cool.
0: Well, thanks so much for um, shedding light on that, particularly around the first steps. I'm sure that's going to inspire a lot of people in terms of what they need to do in terms of starting their startup. So I look forward to talking next week, where we're talking about breaking into the legal tech ecosystem. So thanks so much for joining us once again, Guy.
1: Sounds good, Robert. Thanks. I'll see you next week.